I'm wanting to start doing live streams in the Facebook group again. And I think we're going to start doing some more interactive podcast episodes where you guys can come live and ask me questions and we'll put the audio on the podcast. I just really like the interaction with you guys. Um, and so we're going to try that out and I'll probably do a mix of both of me recording things that I see a lot of times when there's things coming up continually in the mastermind, when I see people stuck with the same thing over and over again, I will sit down and make a podcast episode about that. And so I'm still going to do that. So we'll do some of those and we'll do some of these live stream chit chats that go on the podcast. And I think it'll be give you guys a good mix of both. I'm really excited. There's a ton of great things that we're working on behind the scenes that are going to be available in the mastermind coming very soon. I want to tell you all of the things. I'm so excited about what we are working on right now. But I wanted to come on here and talk to you guys about making investments in your business. So this is something I get asked a lot and it's about should I buy this course or that course and I've spent all this money and how much money is too much money and we make all these investments and then we have all these thoughts about them. Now the first thing I want to say to you is I want you guys to make investments and make sure your mindset is clean when you make investments. Now this is something I teach in the mindset framework in the mastermind. If you've not been doing the self-coaching and you're in the mastermind, you must go do that. <laughs> that, that, those modules alone are, will make you so much money and they're worth way more than what you would pay for being in the mastermind a year. Just those modules. They're in the self-coaching framework. It's the mindset section in the self-coaching framework. But you want to think about making decisions clean. So what I see people do is they make decisions they're like maybe impulse decisions. Where are my impulse course shoppers at, right? So you'll make impulse decisions about, I'm gonna buy this, I'm gonna sign up, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna buy this course, I'm gonna buy this course, I'm gonna buy this course. You enroll on all these things, we buy all the courses or we buy workshops and then maybe we're like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna subscribe to Kajabi and I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that. Whenever you guys make decisions like that about buying something for your business, you have to decide ahead of time what you're gonna think about that decision and do that work. And I actually have a formula for this that I teach you, right? But let me give you like a little bit that you can use just right now, okay? So you wanna decide, I'm going to buy this course. You wanna know why. You wanna write down your reasons why. <laughs> why are you choosing to invest the money in that program? Why out of all of the investments you can make and all of the things you could spend money on, why are you choosing this? Now you wanna make sure you're not having a thought error a very common thought error that I see around this is if I make the right choice and I pick the right programs, then I'll be successful. And if I don't make the right choices, then I will be unsuccessful. It's just not true. Like some of the investments you make, just like investing in anything else, it's like you can think about investing in the stock market all day long. That doesn't make it a better investment necessarily, right? So we talk a lot about in the mastermind, a lot of times us thinking and thinking we're being thoughtful is really just procrastinating and wasting our time. So you want to make these decisions quickly, but you want to avoid the drama. And what I mean by that is you want to know this is why I want to sign up for this program, right? These are the reasons. I like these reasons. And you decide ahead of time to like your reasons for investing, okay? What I see happen, and the reason I'm telling you guys this, and why I'm coaching you guys, I always try to explain to you guys why I'm saying the things I'm saying so, so that you can't take what I'm saying and use it against yourself. What I see happen 
is people will buy all this stuff, right? They're like, I'm going to buy Kajabi. I'm going to buy the mastermind. I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy that. But then two weeks later, they start having these thoughts that are like, I spent all this money on my business and I spent too much and I shouldn't have made these investments and this was a bad choice and I don't know what I was thinking and I haven't even made any money. Now, the problem with indulging in this line of thinking is that it's going to slow down your ability to problem solve your business. It takes you into guilt and shame and it's very difficult to problem solve and have genius ideas and be thinking at the level of which you truly need to be thinking at to make money when we're indulging in a lot of regret, especially if there's not anything you can do about it, right? Now, I think you should evaluate the investments you made. So I think you should look at like, why did I buy this course? Did I get what I needed out of it? And if not, why not? And did I do everything? Of course, there's always gonna be things we like and don't like about programs we buy, that's fine. But did you do everything that you could do to make sure you get the outcome you wanted, right? And just be straight with yourself and be like, is there anywhere I could be more focused. Like maybe I don't like the course format, but did I really, if I'm honest, did I really do the homework? Did I really try and apply it? So you can get the outcome for you, right? Not for the course creator, not for them, for you. It's your money, right? Your investment. And you wanna take a certain level of responsibility for that. But I think you should still evaluate, like you should start paying attention to what are the investments you've made that have paid out that were great, that you made the money back right away. What's the difference between those and ones that didn't work for you, didn't get you the result you thought you were gonna get, right? And so I want you guys to think about making the decision clean. So you're gonna decide, I'm gonna invest in a course. I usually evaluate my business, first of all. Do not impulse buy programs. Evaluate your business and look at why do I think you guys that did plan like a boss, we did these evaluations, which part is the most broken? What do you need to learn? Why is that part not working? Is it getting people to find you? Is it the nurture part? Or is it your sit your offer and your sales? Which part is broken? And then you go and find like who you think is going to be the best person. I would ask for referrals. This group is great. There's a lot of people that have been around here in the breakthroughs group. Ask them like, Hey, I really, my nurture emails are just not landing. I really need to learn good copywriting. I really need to learn to be able to write words that connect with people. Do you guys have a recommendation? Ask for recommendations. Don't just get sucked into somebody's marketing and go, go down their launch funnel. Like ask around, think very specifically what you need to learn to get your business to work. Don't just go chasing shiny objects. Every marketer online is gonna be telling you, um, Launching is dead. You got to do evergreen. Evergreen is the way. And guess what? They're selling a course about evergreen. And then the people that are selling launching, they're like, evergreen is just never going to bring you the volume. But launching is the way you've got to do this. Um, and they're selling a course about launching. So you just want to be able to discern, like, when people are marketing and telling you things, <laughs> right? And when they're marketing to you because they want you to think certain thoughts to buy their product, right? You just want to be able to filter through that a little bit. And I think the easiest way for you guys to avoid that is evaluate your own business. And then you ask yourself, where, where is this not connecting? Is it leads, people finding me? Am I just not getting enough people finding me? Is it the nurture piece? Have I not um, done a good enough job demonstrating my skill level? Or do I need to spend time getting better at getting results for people? Do I really consistently get free results for my audience? And then looking at your program, is your program really delivering what it needs to? Is it really offering what people want to pay for? And do you have a good system for selling it? Evaluate those pieces 
and then find a program to fix or learn a certain skill. Otherwise, you're just going to get sucked into people's marketing, chasing the next shiny thing. Don't do that. Stay very focused on the results like you want to create and decide those before you buy. So let's just stop impulse buying courses. I think that would be a great <laughs> resolution for a lot of you. And then you want to make sure that you keep your thoughts lined up with your reasons, right? So what I see people do is they make the decision to make an investment. And instead of having their own back about that, they'll circle around and shit on themselves about, well, I've spent $10,000 and I didn't make any money yet. And my business isn't even generating money. And I spent all this money, right? All that does is, is create, all that does is cripple your ability in the present to make decisions. I can't trust myself to make a decision because I know if I make a decision and I don't get the exact right result, I'm going to circle around and be an asshole to myself. And what that does is it keeps people very, very stuck, right? So all it does is kind of destroy your relationship with yourself, right? And so you want to be able to evaluate your investments. Like I'm not saying you just like make investments and then you're just like, gaslighting yourself being like all oh, my decisions are great and it's all paying out like if you're not paying if you're not spending a lot and not making money and you don't have a plan to fix that that is a problem and you need to be honest with yourself about how much are you willing to invest for how long um to get a result right and so i would decide ahead of time if your business is in the red if more money is going out every month first of all you need to know how much money that is i know a lot of people just ignore their numbers do not do that. Listen to me. The numbers are neutral. So this is something we teach in the mastermind. The numbers are neutral, right? Negative $500, negative $50,000, positive $500. Like they only mean what you decide to think they mean, right? And so I would decide to think empowered thoughts about your investing. And I would make a decision ahead of time about how much money every month are you willing to invest? How much time are you willing to invest? in this business. And I would just decide for this year. I would just decide if you're going to do this, I really would commit to a year. So I would just decide for this year, this is my business idea. This is what I'm going to sell. This is how many sales I need to make to make my revenue goal. And I'm going to try and do that for this entire year. And over the year, I'm going to pay for, maybe you're going to pay for Kajabi, and maybe you're going to join the mastermind and maybe you're going to buy some other courses. Maybe you're going to pay for Canva Pro, write out your monthly expenses. And then once you have that number, you need to make an empowered decision. Like, do you feel good about that number? What you don't want to do is be decide to spend that money every month and then be constantly circling back and shitting on yourself about how you're making bad choices and shaming yourself. Right? So what happens is people decide I'm going to pay every month for Kajabi or I'm going to pay every month for the mastermind, or I'm going to pay every month for Canva Pro, right? But then they spend a lot of time thinking about how they're, they wasted all this money and they haven't even made any money. And there's all this money going out and it's all going out versus like, you know, I'll tell you right now, you know, it's going to take time and money to grow a business. It's going to take time and money to grow a business. So you're making a decision that you want to invest time and you want to invest money to grow a business. And I want you to decide ahead of time, I'm going to invest this much money a month. I'm going to invest this much time a month. Even if you invest a lot of time, you still have to invest some money. This is not free. Like they're businesses, right? So I'm going to invest this amount 
And then you're going to decide that you're from an empowered place that you want to make that investment and you want to know your reasons why. Like one of my big reasons why is like, I want to know what happens. I want to see if I can do it. I want to give myself the best shot, right? I was telling my boyfriend the other night, we live in a house right now that is pricey. It was not the cheapest house like that we could have got. It was a more expensive house. Um, and I agreed to pay more on the rent because it was at that time not in his budget to pay half of the rent on this house. And so I decided to pay more. And I was telling him the reason that I decided to do that was because I wanted to give us the best chance that we could. And I wanted to give our relationship when we moved in together, we moved into this house for the first time. This was our first time living together. And I knew because him and I both owned our own houses and had lived apart for a long time that it would be difficult to live together potentially. Right. And so I was like, you know, if there are things I can do to make that transition easier for us, I'm going to make that investment. Right. And I made a decision that I wanted to pay more money in rent. I didn't want the cheaper house. I wanted a house that had storage for us, that where Charlie would be happy and comfortable and wasn't going to be adding stress to our relationship. I wanted a place where we would have our own offices, where we could work separately and have a lot of separate time. Uh, and I didn't make that decision. And then every month when I pay that bill, I could look at that and be like, oh my God, I'm paying all this money on rent. I can't believe I did this. All this money's going out. I should be investing. I said I wanted to invest. I decided, it's like, no, I decided I wanted to pay, spend my money on this. I wanted to invest in our relationship. And I have had my own back about that, even though my brain offers me that drama. Because most of you guys know I grew up very poor and I've been poor most of my life. And so my brain for sure will offer me dramatic money thoughts all the time, right? It's like, it's like, you want to feel bad about your rent today? <laughs> Here's some great new toxic thoughts that you can entertain if you would like, right? And I have to just constantly remind myself, like, no, this was the right. I just decide to think it's the right decision, right? And a lot of people do this in their business. They decide they want to invest. They decide they want to see what happens. They decide they want to get Kajabi to give their business the best chance and the mastermind. And they want to get tools to give themselves the best chance. But then instead of having their own back about like, this is how I want to spend my money. I've made my decision. This is a good decision for me. I know why it's a good decision. Instead of staying in that lane, there's a lot of time spent guilting and shaming, right? Of the whole like, oh, shouldn't be spending the money that way. And all the money's going out and I haven't even made any money yet. And it's like, you should know, you guys should all know because you're in my community and I'm telling you, <laughs> it takes time. For, especially if you've never built a business, especially if you've never built a business, it takes time to make money, right? And so you're making an investment that you know doesn't have an immediate return. So I've been thinking about this a lot with real estate because I am sold my house, right? My partner and I want to travel, but now I'm looking at taking the money that I made from the house and instead of buying a house for us to live in, I'm buying investment property, right? And so I've been thinking about this a lot because I'm evaluating how risky are these investments, right? What's the potential for the return? There's certain investments I could make that are riskier, like could end up not paying out, have more renovation costs, more whatever, but potentially that area is up and coming, right? And maybe it will be worth a lot more in a few years. I have to evaluate each investment, right? But I understand when I take that money out of my bank account and I put it into real estate, I'm not gonna get an immediate return. I'm not gonna be able to just pull that money out. It's gonna have to sit there for a while, right? And I'm gonna leave it there for a while. And then eventually I'll be able to get a return out of it. 
you have to understand that with your business, you're not going to invest you. Most of you are not going to invest in the mastermind or like a business coach or a course or whatever. And right away, get the return on the investment. Most of these are long-term strategies that require a very high level of skill. So it's not just like knowing how to write copy. It's like your copy better be damn good. Like that's how it is now. These, the, the times have changed on the internet, right? It's not enough to just send whatever email. It's like, you better be thoughtful about what you're saying and what you're, you're teaching and how you're helping people and what you're sending. So it's long-term strategies that require a very high skill level that require time to learn. Right. And so then it's like understanding that then do you want to invest in your business this year and how much. Right. And then the other thing is like, if you are in the red, get a plan to fix that as fast as possible. And I always tell people fix it with the easiest, fastest way to make money. So for a lot of you, that might be taking VA clients. That might be picking up side work, doing something else. That might be getting a side hustle. If you're bleeding money, <laughs> if you are bleeding money and you don't have other money coming in and that like you must replenish that as a business owner, you don't let the well run dry. You have to go get the money to keep your business afloat. Right. And it doesn't matter if it's waiting tables or VA work or a side hustle or picking up work at your old, old job or it doesn't matter. Right. You, but your business needs resources. It requires money. And so I'm always like, if you're not going to go get investors, right? I told this story in the mastermind recently, but I dated someone for a couple years ago that was really heavily involved in startups and he would do a startup. They would go get like $20 million in funding. I'm not kidding. Like $20 million because they were like, well, we're going to need to pay a team to develop it. And we're going to need to pay a whole staff for probably two or three years before it's ready to go and start making money. So they understood they were going to be bleeding money and they were like, we have to stop the bleeding. We have to get investors to be able to bridge that gap. And then eventually we think we can make this much a year. The investors will make this much. We'll make this much. And this is how it's all going to work. Right. And so you've got to be thinking about like stopping the bleeding if you're truly bleeding money. Right. A lot of you, a lot of us aren't right. We just want to be making more money. But I'm telling you, your business needs funding. Right. Just like if so, if you're not going to go get investors, you have to be the one to fund it. Right. They had to go get investors because they understood they had to pay people salaries and they were going to need computers and they were going to need workspace and their business in order for their business to do what it needed to do to make a profit. They needed money to build up all those resources in the business. Right. And this is the same for you guys. It's like you're going to need your business is going to need a course platform. It's going to need web hosts. You're probably, and you've never built a business. You probably are going to need some kind of coaching and education. Um, and you need to fund that. So if you're not going to get investors, you have to fund it with your own money and you need to have a plan with how you're going to do that. Um, and why you want to, you need to want to invest in your own business, right? A lot of people want to have a business, but they don't really understand what that means. <laughs> They're like, they want like the, I don't know. I keep seeing all this stuff on Instagram and I know this is like vulgar, but all I can think about is like, oh, you fart and you make like $50,000. <laughs> they want a $50,000 like fart into thin air business. And that's not really reality, right? I hate to like burst people's bubbles. Like I think of course, like miracles happen every day. And like, there's so many great, exciting things happening and available to people in life. And I love to be in that energy. Um, and I think you should be on board for this being harder, taking longer and costing more money than you think. 
And why would you want to do it anyway? If it was harder and it required way more work of you and it was more difficult and it required way more failure and it required way more money up front, why would you still want to do it anyway? And see if you can come up with some good reasons for yourself, right? For me, I'm like, I'm only here for a limited time. Like, what do I want to do with my life? I want to do challenging things. I want to see how many people can I impact? How good would I have to be? Um, you know, maybe our business won't ever hit a million, but I'm interested in who I have to become to have a business with that sort of capacity. And I'm really sold on the idea that I want to invest a lot of time and I want to work really hard and I want to invest a good amount of my money, not all of my money. Like I'm saying, I'm investing in other things now that my business is making more money, right? Um, and I want to make those investments because I want to give it the best chance that it can. And so these are just some things for you guys to think about when you're thinking about your business, like as an investment, right? And the other thing is like, if you're seeing it not pay out and not pay out, like you really need to problem solve. Why? Why are you not able to make those sales? Like you really need to put your brain to work about what am I selling? How many do I need to sell every month? What is my plan to do that? And then troubleshoot your plan over and over and over again. Right? That's the formula we teach you guys in the mastermind is like you run your offer, your launch or whatever your sales process is, and then you just keep running it and evaluating it so you get it to work. Um, and once you have one process, it'll be easier to make a second process or do something else. But that's kind of my advice about all of this is like, think about it like an investment. Investments are supposed to pay back, but none of them are guaranteed. They all have risk. So this was the other part of this that I wanted to say is like, I want you guys to be doing risk analysis. And what I will tell you is I invest a lot of money in my business, like a lot. Okay. Um, and I continue to invest a lot of money in my business. It's always been part of my strategy. And what I will tell you guys is I do not make very risky business investments. I am pretty calculated in the places that we put money down. Like I usually, if I'm going to work with someone, it's usually for a very specific reason. And I know how I'm going to make that money back. Right. So I don't just give someone the program I'm in right now. We spent $25,000 to be in. Right. I didn't just give that to her thinking, oh, I'm sure I'll make it back. She's a really great coach. It was like, I went, I was like, these are the skills I need in the business. This is person is very good at them. I think if I give her this money, I can make 50,000 with it. Right. And it's, it's a, a little bit like a bet, like it's not guaranteed. So the other part of this is I have a plan of how I'm going to make that return on the investment. I always make investments that I think I can make two times out. So I would not spend $25,000 if I didn't have a plan in my brain to make 50,000 back from the things I'm going to learn in that program. Okay. So I take calculated investments um, and I never make investments that I can't afford to lose. So if we lost straight up, just lost that 25,000, if that coach wasn't what I thought and the program wasn't what I thought and it sucked and it was all just garbage, fluff, bullshit, um, and I lost that money, I would be super sad about that and the business would be fine. And the business would be fine because my bank account is padded enough to be able to take the hits of the investments that I'm making. And I never make investments that are bigger than my what I can afford to lose. Right. And the same is true with like real estate. Like if I lost the money that I am putting into real estate, I would be very sad about that. Don't get me wrong. Right. And very disappointed. Um, and my business, my personal life, my well-being, I would be fine as a person and I'm never going to risk my well-being. I really am seeing more and more. The reason I wanted to talk about this is I'm seeing more and more coaches kind of 
pushing this idea that you should just go all in and leave your job and like hire these expensive coaches and do all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, like I, I've definitely done that. Like, and I think you can do that if your well-being is not at risk and if your nervous system can handle it. Right. So there's two different parts of this. There is like actual real like your risk as a physical person, like do you have somewhere safe to live if you lose this money and if it doesn't pay out, no investment is guaranteed. So do not make investments as if they're guaranteed. I don't care what anybody says to you or how many testimonials they have, right? And the other thing that I will tell you guys about picking programs to invest in is people are sharing their, their biggest fans of their work who got the best results that does not mean that every person in that program is getting those results. Those are kind of like the, the star students they're showing you, especially the people that are like, oh my gosh, I made like a bajillion dollars and like my whole life changed. Everything's amazing. You know, and a lot of these, a lot of people now have very big platforms. So you've got to remember there are thousands of people going through that course. Like, of course, there's going to be some success stories. Right. And of course. Right. And I'm not saying like, don't bash anybody. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even really speaking of anybody specific. Like I'm really not, but I don't want you guys seeing those types of testimonials from coaches and making investments as if they're guaranteed. Cause those are not guaranteed results. Those are exceptional rare results. And just remember that when you're reading people's testimonials, right? For every person they have sharing those stories, there could be hundreds, if not thousands of people that did not get those results. And so you just want to remember that when you're making investments, just like when I'm making investments in real estate, I don't just make it assuming like, yes, for sure, we're going to make all this money. It's like, well, what's the worst case scenario look like? Literally, Matt and I were doing this last night. It's like, what's the worst case scenario? What if we don't rent it for four months? Like, what happens? Like, where do we get the money from? How are we going to cover that mortgage? Where would we make the money? And we had the same discussion about like, this is a new business for us, right? So we're looking at getting like a, a Airbnb on the beach because I want something that I can use to see my family, right? Because my family is here. And so we want something we can rent part of the time and use part of the time and our family can use part of the time and whatever. But we have to look at this like we might not get any rentals the first, we're not gonna have any testimonials. We might not be able to cover the mortgage. And we had the same discussion where I was like, well, if, if that happens, this is where we'll get the money, right? And that's like, well, I could pick up some, I could pick up another client. And I'm like, yeah, I could like take some, uh, I could pick up some one-on-one -on -one clients too, right? And so we already have a plan of like what we will do if that investment doesn't pay out. And so you guys really got to think, especially if you're going to drop something that is a reach for you financially, like you really need to think, I think I can get the payout on the money by this date, but if it takes longer than I think, if we can't get those those units rented, like what are we gonna do to pay the mortgage, right? We have a plan for all of that. And so we look at the worst case scenario and then we also look at the best case scenario um, with what we wanna do and our goals. Like if we got this and we booked it out, what would the profit margins potentially be from the rental? What would we be able to make from just the increase in value on the on the rental? And is this, does the risk make sense for us to take right now? And I don't know, to be honest, like we might not buy something this year because we're like, you know, this, we could make it work, but it's like, is that a level of risk we want to take right now where Matt's leaving his job and starting a new business, where my business is about to go into a big scale, where we're going to be traveling full time for the next two years. It's like, do we want to make that investment right now? And so what I'll tell you guys too, is like, there might be coaches where you're like, yes, I know I want to join the mastermind and work with faith or yes, I know I want to work with this other coach. 
but it's too big of a reach for you right now. And you're like, so what I'm going to do is work on padding my bank account so I can have the cash to make that investment so I can sustain the risk. Right. I wouldn't, I don't, I do not spend every dollar out of my bank account. I always have, I probably have right now about three months in the business savings account of expenses. Whereas if we didn't, we made zero dollars, I could still pay myself and my staff and everyone else and the co-coaches, everyone who works for me, all of our bills for three months without making any sales. I'm going to pad that up to six months. And what that does is that gives me the ability to withstand bigger risks and bigger investments because I can afford to take the risk. Do you guys see that? And so you just want to do a little risk analysis for yourself of like, what is the worst case? If we don't get the rentals, the rent, the units rented, like we think, if we don't get the sales, if nobody buys in my launch and I just fucking flat out lose this investment, can I still afford to keep my doors open, right? I'm never going to make an investment in a program that could potentially put the well-being and health of my business at risk. So, and I know it's a little different when you guys are in the red, but you also want to be thinking about how can you start bringing in some money to pad yourself up so it's not so risky, right? Like, can you pick up some babysitting jobs? Can you pick up some something to get some money coming in to make it less risky for yourself, right? And I think, you know, I think I've been learning a lot about wealth building and I think there is a level of risk to building real wealth as far as like, you know, like I want to start a second business, like a different online business, right? In a different niche. And that would be a risk. Like, I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to take her. And I don't know how much it's going to take. And like, how much can I afford to put in it? And I have to do all that math. And so you guys want to look at the math. I would say like, do a risk assessment, really. Like, what is the worst case? If you lose that money, what does that mean for you personally and your business? And are you willing to risk it? right? Are you willing to put that money on the line? And if the answer is no, that's fine, but don't do it, right? And and don't think if you make yourself do something outside of your comfort zone, you're going to get some magic result. And this is what spurred this whole rant. And what has been pissing me off lately is this whole thing about like investing before you're ready and like um, acting as if and like becoming the person you want to be. And like, you know, you, when you do that, most of the time for most of you, all that's going to happen is you're going to panic and freak out and have a meltdown the entire time. Um, and a lot of these coaches don't have the tools to offer you support either. Like, are they going to be there to talk to you when you're, you're scared and freaked out and worried about the money and you're spiraling and like freaking out and like all this drama is coming up, right? So it's like, not only like, can you financially withstand to take the risk, but can you emotionally handle it? Like, is your emotional regulation and your nervous system regulated enough? Are you calm and safe enough in your body to be able to withstand that level of risk that you're going to take? If the answer is no, do not buy that program. You will not be able to get results from it. It's just not going to work. You're going to spend the whole time freaked out, overwhelmed. I've seen it. I've seen it in so many programs I've been in. Right. People go in and they make these huge investments and they think their business is going to grow overnight. And then that doesn't happen. And then they just spend the whole time just like so scared about losing that money. Right. And fear. Um, I'm always like, I would be game for you guys to be freaked out and scared if I thought I could help you make money from that place. It is very difficult from what I have seen coaching a lot of people when people are triggered and overwhelmed and feel unsafe and feel scared. It's very difficult for me to even be able to begin to help them to make money, 
right? And so the first step is getting yourself to a place where you feel calm and good about the money that you've spent. Make an empowered decision. I'm going to spend this much a month on the business, even though it's not making any money yet. And this is why. Just like how the Airbnb, Matt and I would be like, yeah, we're going to pay the mortgage for this many months, even if we're not able to get the amount of renters we want right away, because we think it will pay out later, right? We think we can build it up over time. So you want to think about your investment that way and have your own back. Do a risk assessment, right? Be very thoughtful about the things that you buy. Don't impulse buy things. Don't get sucked into people's launches. Don't go into FOMO in the marketing. Like stay very calm and know what you need to do, right? As a business owner, you evaluate your business. Don't let marketers tell you what you need to be doing in your business. You have to decide what you're going to do in your business. Remember, like all marketers are just, we're all trying to sell you things, right? So you evaluate your business. What is the most broken? Like I teach you, right? It's, it's getting people to find you. It's nurturing them and making them a great offer and having a system for selling. Which of those is the most broken in your business and how do you need to fix it? You have to be able to decide that because if you cannot evaluate that, what will happen is you'll just get sucked into someone else's marketing. They'll be like, here's the problem in your business. And you'll be like, yeah. <laughs> and it, it like has to come from your brain. Like you have to be the one to troubleshoot your business, right? And I know that's hard. I try to give you guys the tools even before you join the mastermind to be able to do that so you can make smart investments, right? But those are my tips. Do that risk assessment. Stop the bleeding. Like our people have had all this drama lately about getting side hustles. I'm like, no, that makes you a responsible business owner. You bet your ass if my business or my revenue went down, like I just said, Matt and I were just talking about it. We were like, well, if, if we can't pay for our mortgage from this Airbnb property the first few months, how are we going to stop the bleeding? I'm like, well, I'll get clients. He's like, yeah, I'll get clients too. And we're like, we will stop the bleeding. I'm not going like, like, oh my God, I can't even do this. And I thought I could invest in real estate and it's not even working. And I spent all my money and it's not even making money. I'm like, okay, first step, stop the bleeding. Like we will pick up work to get that money coming in. I'm not going to let my business bank accounts like run dry here. Like I'm going to, if there is money going out of this business too, if this business stopped being profitable and there was money going out, right? My business costs $13,000 a month to run. That's what it costs me to run my business, to pay myself. That's with my salary and paying the coaches and paying everybody else 13,000 a month um, to run. And you bet your ass, if my revenue went below 13,000, I would either be looking at selling a different offer, picking up clients or picking up some work. I would not just sit here and watch my business account go down every month. And I don't think you guys should either. Like, yeah, it's a balance, right? Of being patient and being willing to put the money and the time in and like not letting yourself get to a place where your money is so low, you feel unsafe or upset or triggered or afraid because that's not going to help you make money either. Does this make sense to you guys? Rashonda says, since I have a day job, I don't have to stress about paying the bills, but it would be nice to have higher revenue from the business. Yeah, totally. I definitely think that. And like, you're working on that, right? So Rashonda's doing some launch stuff. We're doing some new sales stuff. Um, and you, for you now, it's just like figuring out what do they want to pay for and getting really good at selling it. Yeah, can your nervous handle it? Such a great point. Yeah, so it's not just like, can you pull the money out of your bank account? It's like, can you withstand it? Can you, and even if it makes you uncomfortable, are you going to be able to manage your mind? Or what I see most of the time is people make these big investments with coaches. It takes longer than they think to pay. They think it's going to, to pay back. 
And then they spend the entire time just spinning in drama, creating so much drama. And it's like, that's not a very good investment, right? If this investment is just going to create a ton of drama for you, that is a waste of your time and energy. That's not a good investment. It's not a good use of your time, right? All you're going to do is feel guilty and bad. And I don't think I could do this. And I spent all this money. And oh my God, my money is going out. And what am I going to do? And like all of that is all time and money, time and energy you could be spending making money. Yeah. The mastermind is so helpful. Oh, I'm so glad, Rashonda. Yeah, keep doing your launches and we will troubleshoot it. So that's what I got for you guys. That's what I wanted to say about that. Just be thoughtful in your investments. Um, I'm just like, just question everybody. <laughs> remember, everybody's a marketer and that doesn't make people bad. It's just like, you got to remember the things that they're telling you. Like, they're going to show you the best success stories, which is fine. It's just, we have to filter all of this. And then you've got to be able to evaluate your own business and figure out where you think the issues are and wh what investments can you make to start fixing those and addressing them. And remember, the game is like make more sales. If you guys want to bring your revenue up, you have to make more sales. So then it's like thinking about how do you either get in front of more people or how do you get more of the people that are lurking into the buyer bucket? Spend all your time thinking about that, right? That's a good place for you to spend your thinking and your brain. Congratulations to everybody who joined the mastermind last week. I'm really excited. We have a ton of new people. We have lots of stuff coming up. There's co-working today at one. So if you're in the mastermind, you can go to that with Melissa. And then tonight you guys have a call with Megan, who is a mastermind member, but she has also grown a huge TikTok platform for herself. And so I hired her to coach you guys to help you. So TikTok is one of the platforms I'm seeing with really good organic reach. If you need to get new customers, you should go to that call. So it's five ways to increase views, likes, shares, and follows on TikTok. Go to that. That's tonight, six to seven. If you're in the mastermind, you get the replays too. And then tomorrow you guys have a business retreat about making a welcome sequence. So if you have needed to make a welcome sequence or you need to spruce yours up, go to that. And you guys have coaching with me tomorrow. I mean, what else could you want? <laughs> so another great week in the mastermind. We've got so much good stuff coming for you guys. I'm working on a ton of stuff here behind the scenes that I'm like dying to spill to you. But soon enough, it's all coming very soon. Um, and I think that's all I have to say. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and just be thoughtful about your investments you make. Remember to do like your risk assessment, make a plan. If you need to go get a side hustle or a job to bring money in, like do that. That's a good thing to do. It doesn't mean you suck or you're a failure or you can't do it. It doesn't mean any of that. It means you're a smart businesswoman. And when our we see our revenue going down, we fix it as businesswomen, okay? Those are my thoughts about it. Um, and I'll let you borrow those thoughts too. All right, you guys, I hope you have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys. Hey guys, if you're listening to this episode right now and you're feeling stuck in your business, like you just can't get it to go where you wanna go, or if you're listening to this and you're realizing you need a serious overhaul and how you're thinking and your mindset and you're ready to do that work and create some incredible results, I can help you do that. And I help people do that all the time inside the Becoming Boss Mastermind. This is a mastermind for all levels. You're not too new. You're not too experienced. 
no matter where you are and what you're doing, the things that I teach in the mastermind will help you create results in your business and in all areas of your life. It's very powerful and very effective for creating change and creating results. We have a ton of evidence of that. So if you would like to be part of this incredible transformational community and experience, I would love to have you. The best thing to do is click on the link in the show notes and get on the wait list. When you guys join the wait list, I'm going to send you a free workshop. This is the replay from the 100 air retreat I did, and it teaches you how to make a $97 product and sell five of them. And the reason I'm doing this is because I don't want to hear when we open it that you don't have the money. I can help you get the money. Let's do this. Go ahead and click the link, get on the wait list, and I will see you guys in the next episode.